I'm Shane, and we are back with more wild Reddit stories that I cannot believe are real. And today, the theme is TV, movies, media consumption. And we have a special guest here who knows a thing or two about TV shows. Quentin Reviews. Thank you for being here. Uh, we also have Damien, who, uh, like me, was on a TV show once. Once. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of Quentin Reviews content, so I feel like I know all TV now. I was on a TV show once. <gasps> Tosh.0 stole one of my videos. Whoa! <laughs> Forget the Reddit thing. The Let's talk tea about has that. begun. I, uh, I'm on Paramount Plus. Check me out. Holy crap. <laughs> I think it's season nine, episode five. There it is. That, you're that Quentin Reviews? <laughs> oh my gosh, now I know. Um, Quentin, I have watched uh, several of your videos, which means I've watched dozens of hours of your content. Oh, um, and uh, you do breakdowns of entire Nickelodeon shows and, and other things as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome, it's pretty great. Thank you, yeah, I have a really good... <laughs> <laughs> and I have anyways. A, I have a really good time with it, yeah, I really enjoy analyzing pop culture and trying to figure out kind of like you know the the context and the impression it left and and you know the ways things have aged well or aged badly and um, I have a really good time and it, I I'm once again I'm I'm really happy to be here cuz I love the brand yeah. yeah we have found out in in talking before filming this that you know more about some smosh lore than we do mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah cuz I was oh, we you know well, I guess this isn't on camera, but over there, there's like a shelf of Smosh memorabilia, and I was like yeah. pointing to stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, this is a miniature version of the barbershop pole. That's a deep cut, you know? <laughs> and we, we were like, that. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> it also speaks to your content that like, I did not grow up watching the live action Disney and Nick shows. Like specifically, I avoided them. I was like, oh man, none, no Fairly Odd Parents. this thing's on. And like, I have watched all of your videos. I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch six hours on a topic I haven't seen. So like, you're really good at like making it matter, even when it wouldn't otherwise to me. Uh, yeah. You made me care about Victorious. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, thank you. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Well, let's hop into these. Here we go. Our first one is from Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for pretending a movie trilogy is a TV series to my girlfriend who hates movies? So, my girlfriend hates movies for some reason, but really loves to binge TV shows like crazy. She's a big fan of sci-fi and even time travel, like Doctor Who, for example. Big fan. However, apparently she never heard of Back to the Future. I've tried to watch Looper with her, but she immediately dismissed it because it's a movie. So, since I'm a big fan of Back to the Future, I told her it's a TV series when it came up. I've got the trilogy digitally and spent all night trimming it down to like 40 minute snippets with reasonable points to cut at, like just after the first travel back. I overlay to be continued and added the credits at the end. She's used to Netflix skipping the intro to shows, so I didn't have to bother with that. The credits were cut short as well. We binged the entire thing in a day and she absolutely loved it. Although she complained about some of the episode ends because they felt off. Yeah, I wonder why. Anyways, I told her afterward why it felt off, because it's actually three movies and not a TV show, but I'm glad she liked it regardless. She wasn't having it. After calling me a liar and asshole for betraying her like that, she stormed off to go home instead of staying the night as, we, as was planned. I mean, yeah, I kind of did lie to her, sure, but personally, I really don't see it that bad. So am I the asshole? Um, There's only one solution to this which is that you all you both have to sit down and watch Back to the Future the animated series which is a TV show and you can binge 
and that's that'll that'll work it out. Now you can. It was prep work to watch a TV show. There you go. Yeah, and Next I question. I knew about that. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, what it, initial takes on this? Is he an asshole for doing that? It's weird because it's it is slightly manipulative, but it's also like a weird like a, a weirdly loving thing to do. Like it's a weird act of love. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like the the vibes are bad that he, he he tricked his partner. But I mean to go through and make an edit of the film and you know, I I think he's like I think he's fifty percent of the way there. Like lying is not great. Tricking someone isn't great. Like with that is manipulative. Like you were saying. I think if he said, hey, this series is really important to me. I know you don't like movies. I went through and cut it down to TV length stuff. I even added credits. That would just be like a, can you believe what my partner did just to share a fun thing with me? Yeah. As opposed to like, surprise, I know you hate broccoli, but this whole meal that you've loved was all broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tricked you. It's, it's, <laughs> it is yeah. a lot of work he put in. That's a ton, He adding adding credits, Adding like all this different stuff, I feel like yeah he could have maybe just we don't I have the context. It's wild for me to imagine somebody who's like, because these days it feels like some TV shows and even some old TV shows are just like long movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just funny to imagine someone that's like, I don't want to watch this movie. It's too long. I don't like the pacing. I'm gonna watch this eight-hour movie cut into segments. I don't want to watch Back to the Future. I'm gonna watch The Power of Kroll. <laughs> and <laughs> that's kind of me though. Like I do get. I don't. I don't have an issue with her being like, I'm not a big fan of movies, I'll watch just like a bunch of smaller things. Cause even if you sit down and binge it, yeah. for some reason it does feel different. Like you get cohesive stories in one hour blocks. I don't know but why it's just I'm weird. that way, it's but just, I am. It's, this one's weird cause so close to being a genius move. Yeah. Because Back to the Future is like, it's like a bingeable TV show. So mm -hmm. you know, pick the right film series, you know. So if you had just been like, hey, you know, this film series is like, you can watch all of them in a row, and it's like you're binging a TV show that yeah. is good but gets slightly worse, but it's still good. Yeah. I'm also curious about their like method of streaming. Like, unless he pirates stuff and they have their own app that they use, like he would have probably had to have gone in and and uh, done the like Netflix stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Like, in my head, next he, episode. In my head, he, he it's it's a video file in a playlist, and he edits in the neck the net skip credits button. Cause he does every, say that like, yeah. And he's got like he, a remote control and like, or something like to control the, the play the next file thing. And then she oh, skip the credits. And then yeah, at no point did she question this. Like <laughs> yeah. she's sitting there watching this weird situation. Yeah. I, I, also though, how do you not know of Back to the Future? How, have you never heard of Back like, to the that's, Future? That is impressive to me to have never heard of it. I mean, that'd be like, it you feels know, like so, Iconic and quintessential to like quintessential. Yeah, hey. uh, you can use that for your show. Essential. I feel uh, like that's the kind of thing though that like every once in a while there just is something big societally that you just miss. Like someone will just yeah. not have heard of something or like Fair. you know yeah, there's no yeah. universal ride for it anymore. We don't have the animated series. Like if so, uh, we don't know how old these people are. Like if they're yeah. younger. Like I'm not really shocked when like a kid today hasn't seen Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, not, I think, not seeing. But it, but the, yeah, the, the weird thing is just like the idea of having never heard of the film Back to the Future and not being like, wait, so why is this a TV show? I, I, you know? Yeah. But it, it, they could have also heard the name of Back to the Future and then have, you know, if their partner's already lying to them, it's like, oh no, it's actually a small series. And I, they're like, oh, I thought it was a movie. Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, we're going off the assumption that they live in America. Yeah, and we're also, we're, we're, well, I feel like we're all very pop culture oriented. You know, some people are just like, 
you know, they're, yeah. just, they're not pop culture heads. Sure. That's true. Uh, and my my family's like a movie family. Like we love mm. movies in my family. So it was hard to I not feel like, know of it. I feel like I do kind of believe that somebody who's like, you know, somebody who's like saw Breaking Bad and and like uh, Game of Thrones and those were like their earliest pop culture experiences, they could end up knowing nothing about movies. That's that's fair. I I don't think he's necessarily the asshole. I think it's a lot of work where I'm like, maybe you should just communicate some stuff. Because I think a big yeah. thing here is if someone's like, oh, I don't watch movies and I don't want to watch movies, that's something to consider of like shared interest there of like, do you want to be with this person? Like, is that a big enough? That's what it is. Because there's a, there's a level of like, hey, we don't like the same stuff, but like maybe you'll put up with it because like I really think you'll like this. If you're going to this amount of work to be like, this is how I'm going to sneak this in here, you already know that that's like, a non-starter for them. It's like, given the yeah. option, they would 100% veto this. We're not doing this thing. I think, right. yeah, I think you were on the mark about the broccoli metaphor. Yeah. It is like, it is like getting someone macaroni and then they eat it and then you're like, there's broccoli in it. Yeah. <laughs> Guess yeah. what you just you got you. Never ends um, up good. <laughs> so the overall verdict was not the asshole. However, we have a bunch of comments here and it is, we had mixed replies. Yeah, asshole's a heavy word. Um, so, Someone said, you're the asshole. You didn't kind of lie. You did lie. Maybe this is the conversation you should have had with her. I would like for you to watch my favorite movie with me. I understand you aren't a fan of a movie format. What if I took them and cut them up so they are the length of a TV show? Would you be willing to try to watch it then? Some are overly drawn out, and that is why some people prefer television instead. She is probably now thinking, if you lied about this, what other lies have, you, uh, have there mm. been? OP responded to that saying, you are right, I did lie to her, fair enough. I'd like to believe the trust we have in each other is strong enough that she doesn't go down the rabbit hole of thinking I've lied to her all the time. Also, because I literally unveiled the lie right after it was done. Also, we play pranks on each other all the time, which are also lies in that regard. Uh, that had 91 upvotes, but uh, I don't know. I, I do think that's a fair point. Like, if you're pranking each other eventually, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's a hard one. Everyone yeah. has a really different definition of pranks, though. Like, pranks can be like, oh, I open up the strawberry ice cream and the chocolate inside, oh, you switched the lids. But like, modern day YouTube pranks is like, I robbed a guy in a park and it was yeah. a prank. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. That, that one was, to me, just a lie. And I'm glad he acknowledges it. And he's like, you're right, I did lie. Um, but man, what a bad way to experience Back to the Future for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it just seems weak. I really loved loved what we saw there. Let's let's go to couples therapy and talk <laughs> about <laughs> watching Back to the Future. Now she's really gonna hate Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone else said, "You're the asshole. Tricking your girlfriend isn't cool, bro. Maybe just accept she doesn't like movies or date someone else if it's a deal breaker." Someone else to ask, but did you ever ask her why she hates movies? Uh, Op did not respond to that. Someone said. I'd be flattered if someone went through the trouble of episodizing a movie they think I'd love because they know what my attention span is like, lol. That's a lot of work. I guess I could see why she'd feel like you'd lied to her, but I don't really understand her reaction. It would feel more like a good-natured prank to me. OP responded, yeah, I don't understand the reaction either. It was definitely good-natured by my, uh, but I guess she really did take it the wrong way in a way I didn't think about. Someone responded to that comment saying, I would have felt rather foolish at her place and might have believed you were making fun of me. Not liking movies is something I can't imagine, so I can't say much. OP responded to that saying, 
Yeah, I thought of something like this myself, but besides calling me a lying asshole that betrayed her, she hasn't said anything. It's been a few hours since, and I apologize for tricking her, but she's left me on red. Ugh. Damn! Okay, so this is, I'm liking him less and less, because I feel like, I feel like, I hate it when people start these threads just to be like, hey, this thing just happened, can you tell me I'm right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. There's something to be said about, like, how quickly after a confrontation they go to Reddit. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, it's only been a couple hours and you're immediately going to the internet and telling this story. Yeah, and that's like, why it's, that's why it's sometimes it's more comforting to be like, I, I, my faith in humanity relies on the fact that this is fake. Yeah. Oh, you think so? <laughs> oh, that's Well, not that's in this problem. case, but like in other cases where it's like, it's like really dramatic and like upsetting where it's like, mm -hmm. you didn't need to post this on Reddit. Right. <laughs> but it, I, I think people do. I think to your point, like the fact that he, he did take ownership. He's like, you're right, I shouldn't have lied. It was a lie. And then, but then he still justified everything. And then the next one was like, hey, I would have felt really crappy about that. You know, have you ever asked her why? And he's like, he didn't respond. It's like, well, okay, just, so the, he's the, just. The, those last, I feel like the last message you read had this tone of, like the message had this tone of like, yeah, I guess I made a misstep. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I was trying to be helpful. And then the, the comment after that had this tone of like, yeah, I don't know why she's being a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it literally does start to degrade that way. I will say when, when he did say in that last message, you know, I'm an asshole that betrayed her. Like, if she's using the word betrayed, like, that's a big conversation. She's really hurt by this, because that's a yeah. big word, like, you betrayed me. So yeah. I do wonder what else the vibe is. And also we're hearing it from him where he's like, we do good-natured pranks. She's like, you threw my bed out the window. Like, I don't know what this Oh, there's a lot of missing context. That, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of missing bits. But we might get some because there's an update. <gasps> uh, Edit, we talked over lunch break and everything's fine. I apologize to her again for tricking her and that I didn't mean to upset her. I just wanted to share this movie I love with her. As comments said, she felt belittled and like I made fun of her. She apologized for overreacting as she realized it came from a place of care and good intentions, even if they were selfish. She wants more communication in the future though. She didn't lose trust in me and she doesn't think I'm having malicious intent with her either. We're gonna watch Looper tonight. Okay, now <laughs> I, I think Looper's a but weird like the podcast. There's yeah. an important question that I haven't that hasn't been answered, okay. which is: Did she like the show? Uh, she loved it. No, she uh, liked the show. Yes. Good. Yeah, because uh, uh, she liked yeah, the broccoli. Yeah, we binged the entire thing in a day, and she absolutely loved it. Okay, so, so she now did is, love Back to the Future. Now is a great time to get into Back to the Future, the animated series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, Quentin, it's always a good time to get into Back to the Future, the animated you series. You bet. Now streaming on. Here's my thing. I, in my headcanon right now, when they're meeting over lunch, I'd like to think it's at a nice restaurant, but it's not a nice restaurant. It's microwavable stuff, and his friends are all playing the waiters and just That's switching right. out mustaches. He's, actually, yeah. he's like, I'm gonna have to wait to tell her about this one. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like as soon as we McDonald's. get back from our trip to the beach, and he's got like blowing up a kiddie pool, he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's Truman showing her. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so that'd be so funny. There's another show we need to watch called The Truman Show. Oh my God. <laughs> it's really funny. And that's when his actual wall drops, and everyone's like, hey! And he's like, you've been living in a simulation. Uh, I make for you. I'm actually uh, an actor. My name is Steve. <laughs> yeah. I w when I was cast to play your boyfriend, I remember I was asked. <laughs> We're off to a good start. It's pretty uh, good. Here's our next story. Am I the asshole for wanting to eat in front of the TV? Yes. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> I, a 26-year-old man, 
have been with my girlfriend, a 25-year-old woman, for three years. I, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I love her more than anything, and I was excited to settle down and have kids with her. We've both talked about getting married and having kids, but I hadn't really thought about proposing yet. I came home the other night, and she had my favorite meal. Roast beef, roast potatoes, all of it. I sat down, said, this looks terrific, honey, and began to eat. I picked up my phone and looked at the time. I remembered that there was a football game on, so I said I'm going to eat in the living room. I picked up my plate and went into the living room. She followed after me, looking upset. I asked what's wrong, and she burst into tears, saying that she worked hard to make a romantic meal, and all I care about is football. I jokingly said, you can't have worked that hard, otherwise you wouldn't have overcooked the beef. <laughs> Oh God! It is these... written beyond the grave. <laughs> these, all these stories start off with like, all right, now communication starts here. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then it's just like, and then I didn't communicate well, and then it's like, oh. Uh, she swore at me, then ran out of the house. I was so confused and didn't know what I had done. I then got a call from my mother, who, to my surprise, started screaming at me. She told me that my girlfriend had come to her to find out my favorite meal and my favorite songs to make a special playlist. My girlfriend had done all of this because she was planning on proposing to me that night. I was completely shocked. I felt like such an idiot, and I don't know how to fix this. My girlfriend is extremely sensitive, and when she's criticized, it doesn't just roll off her back. I know she's not going to look at me the same after I ruined her proposal. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? It just, I feel like if you're, if you're with your partner and there's like, there's a big mood and set up and you made your favorite meal and you're eating it and then you're like, oh, the game's on. And she's like, oh, hey, I, you know, I'm a little upset. I wanted to have a romantic dinner. You know, you know, just TiVo it or something and then go have your romantic, like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a matter of like, okay. The first, the first instinct is like, first of all, recognize that something different is happening. You know, be appreciative of your partner. Great, but we all make missteps. Maybe we have a long day. It's the thing of like, oh, I was looking forward to this. It's not the craziest thing in the world to be like, hey, I want to go eat in front of the TV. It's the doubling down afterwards where she's like, hey, I actually worked really hard on this. And he's just like, well, actually, you're stupid and ugly, and I hate this food. <laughs> like, maybe that's, you know, so the title, no, maybe not. But like, yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like that. That's that's my take. You 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 kind of stumbled there and fell down yeah. the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> I I like how he wrote. I jokingly said you can't have worked that hard, otherwise you wouldn't have overcooked the beef. It's like you jokingly completely. This is like her. a sitcom from the fifties. Yeah, like my wife overcooked the roast, and I want to watch the game. <laughs> it was a joke. Um, <laughs> Except they're not married. And yeah, they probably never will be. <laughs> I don't think they ever will be. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. I think the verdict is pretty clear here. It was. But, uh, but what is the? Did it, was he getting home from work or something? Uh, yeah. I came home the other. I, just, I, I came home the other night, and she had. Okay. It, she had made my favorite meal. If I, I mean, down. if it turned out this guy works like twelve-hour shifts, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like. You were probably exhausted. You are the asshole, but it's probably like a, a chemical thing, you know? Mm. But it's just like, it's just, it's not good. Yeah, when you're low on electrolytes, your body needs the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch I it. need football. Yeah, come on. Um, uh, some comments here. Uh, you're the asshole. Thanks for making me food, hun. Now I'm just gonna leave you, take the food, and watch TV. See ya. Uh, someone responded to that. Don't forget the part where he told her that her food was overcooked. Uh, someone else said, everyone sucks here. 
First, there is nothing wrong with eating dinner while watching TV. Plus, you had no idea that she was proposing to you for some odd reason. You did insult her cooking, which was mean, since she obviously took the time to cook your favorite meal. Not cool. Dude, you got a man up here. If your girlfriend is that desperate that she wants to propose to you, then you are obviously doing something wrong. Why haven't you proposed to her yet? Are you oh, yeah, that afraid of commitment? Three yeah, years of right. dating with no proposal right. from you in <laughs> sight? Were you waiting for your girlfriend to propose to you? You're living together. Why haven't you tied the knot already? There is a lot of wrong with you in this entire story. That has uh, yeah, okay, 500, so 531 down votes. About the time that you got like a quarter of the way through, I was like, this person's mad that the woman is proposing. Yeah. That's yeah. what this is about. Yeah. When he said, bro, you got a man up, I was like, two boy things. <laughs> no, I, what caught me, I knew, I knew at the moment they said, your girlfriend is proposing to you for some reason. Yeah. To personally, I've always thought it'd be very nice to be proposed to yeah. as a man. Yeah. I, would, I would love to... Quentin, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, here we go. None of this is being filmed, Quentin. <laughs> this uh, is not airing. <laughs> no, I think that's... <laughs> I think the point that that person brings up is, is at its core fine in, in the sense of like, hey, you've been talking about marriage. Clearly your girlfriend thinks it's time. Why were you shocked that this was happening? Nothing wrong with the girlfriend proposing. In fact, I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, having that meal prepared, I think that's a really cool and special thing. I do think communication could have been a little bit better of just like, a, hey, honey, I kind of was hoping we'd have some dinner here with your special, you know, maybe a little like, yeah. Yeah, I do think, I do think it's definitely, there is a point to be made that like, if we're believing the narrator here, which obviously the narrator could unreliable be. Unreliable as fuck. Could be unreliable, very likely unreliable. But if her response was actually was actually to be angry instead of like nudging, then you know it's gonna it, you know it's gonna it's the tennis ball is gonna bounce back and forth you know mm, so you know yeah. if, if you say like hey honey you know I really want to have a romantic dinner tonight you know but if it was that that's fine but if it was like you know you're the worst can't you read you know I I wanted to, you know it's the and then you want to bounce back at the same force yeah and so it's just one of those things of yeah. gentle communication. Think about proposing though, like your nerves are like up here. And yeah, like, just getting yeah. to the she moment probably, is probably like, huh, so if someone's she, leaving, it's probably like, why, why are you, why are you leaving? Sorry, why are like yelling? Why, why she, are you leaving? She probably envisioned this all day too. She's really. Oh probably, yeah, yeah, you're right. I bet uh, she was up longer than him. Op responded to that comment, saying, "Me and my girlfriend have had many conversations about how it's strange that it's always the man who has to propose, and we only moved in three months ago." I was planning on proposing in the near future as well. That has 630 down votes. Because he I, said he wasn't, hadn't thought about proposing. Sorry. I do think, I do have a hot take. I think you should make it to a year living together, but, but. I agree. Because I think it's such an important part of the process, figuring out if you can stand each other. Yeah. I think people who get married before living together are out of their minds. Agreed. I think it. I think it is good because I've. I've often said I think it's. I think it's like the little things that add up. It's like how do you organize your cupboards? Like is that make or break for you? Like it's yeah. like those little things of like how do you live day to day? People think like they need to relate on the big stuff, and I'm like I think you could have. I think you could not be the same in huge ways, but if if you're both like, if your routines work together, if like the small things work yeah. together, and um, but someone responded to that. To what OP said that it said, uh, if that's real, it's good that you showed her what her future with you will look like, uh, which is pretty, 
pretty rough. There's they a final mic drop emote. Yeah. Is that a thing? There's a final comment here. Someone said she made you a special dinner that probably took over an hour and wanted to spend quality time with you. You're the asshole. Even if you, she hadn't been planning on proposing to you, pay attention to your partner. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I. I do agree that moving in together, I, I personally think moving in together before getting married is huge. But I also think if you're three years into a relationship and you're moving in together, I, they've clearly talked about their future. I think yeah. they need to talk more about it. They need to yeah. really be like a little bit more in sync because it should also, I, I think there's this idea of like, oh, proposals should be like a super surprise. I'm like, I don't think they should be a surprise yeah. at all. Yeah. I think you should be like, when do we want to get married? We want to get married probably by next summer, right? Like, right. or in two years or three years, what's our, what's our timeline looking like? So the proposal is always going to be a surprise because you don't know exactly what day. Yeah. But you should both pretty much know yeah. it's going to be happening. And I think to that end, too, when you talk about living with a partner, it's not just the like, and it, this is a big part, like organizing the cupboards and stuff, but it's not just the logistical things day to day. It's learning how your patterns work with each other. Because like, sometimes when you're spending time with a partner and you're like, this is great, I wish we could do this all the time. It's, it's awesome, but you still need to recharge and grow and like exist as an individual. So you either need space to do that or time to do that or both. Yeah. So like, had they been living together more than three months, you know, it might have been a different night that was chosen of like, oh, after X hour shift or like yeah. this time, like they generally like to watch the game. Yeah. Like still 100%, the guy is an asshole, like hands down. But like, it just goes to show that there's more to learn with each other. And, and, and in those three months, like a tough thing about moving in with someone is like, oh, our routines have to change. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, sorry, you like to go watch the game, but maybe tonight you, you shouldn't. Yeah. Maybe maybe tonight you need to pay attention to your partner yeah, and yeah. gauge what they want from you. Just check the scores while they're proposing. Like look down at your phone and be like, oh, tackle theft. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My fantasy league is good. Uh, we have an update. Oh shit. Oh. They're e both dead. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I have been heavily criticized in the comments, I'm still grateful for all of the tips. My girlfriend sent me a text the night I sent this saying she was going to pick up her stuff at seven the next day. <sighs> I decided I was going to try to make it up to her, so I got loads of red roses and scattered them around, lit about 40 candles, cooked her favorite meal, got her a very nice ring, wrote a speech, and smashed the TV. Uh, I told her that I'm an idiot and I was so sorry I missed the signs and I'm such a dick for insulting her meal. I read my speech and proposed and she told me she needed some time to think. I know right now that if she breaks up with me, at least I tried to resolve it and I know what not to do in my next relationship. And there were no more updates and no more posts. I, I'm imagining she gets in and she's really moved. And he goes, also I smashed the TV. And she's like, you smashed you the did TV? What? To show you my love, I smashed the TV with That's a big It's December, Black Friday doesn't roll around for a year. What's the bigger red flag? Like him going and watching football or him smashing the TV to make it up? Our, our, research, our, our research shows that this is a couple in, in the UK but uh, uh, is for in the comments, let us know, is smash the TV maybe uh, uh, some form of slang for not uh, breaking your TV? Smash I, the TV, um, a euphemism for apologizing for your uh, and yeah. I, uh, Smash the TV, which is, uh, we, I turned off the telly. Yeah, I'm like, okay, obviously we want to give people benefit of the doubt when we can. I think he smashed what the TV. What do you think smash the TV could possibly mean as a slang? He, to me, it sounds very much like it's, I'm gonna generalize, 
but there's a lot of men who are not emotionally super great and not emotionally healthy. This kind of guy that would maybe completely miss that he's about to be proposed to. Even if he says something like, it's fine that my girlfriend's proposing, like there are a few things here and there that you know maybe he's cool about, but otherwise it might be like he's a bro, bro, bro. So the fact that he's just like, I know what I'll do, I'll buy a bunch of stuff. Like I bought a bunch of roses. So like, I'm, we don't know if that's your favorite. I'm processing quote. a lot of information. And initially I think smashing the TV makes me think he's definitely the asshole. And now that I'm remembering that he's British, I definitely think he's the asshole. <laughs> because imagining, I was imagining just like a really <laughs> dumb frat guy. Like, oh, but he's stupid. But now that I'm here, I'm imagining all this with a British accent. He's like, you know, it just, imagining a Ling, everything that's happened from a British accent, I think makes it worse. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's calling me. Um, I will say though, him being British, football, it's, it's a soccer. lot more important to them. It, it's it's pretty important. But here's the thing, though. But wait, does that mean that he was trying to watch soccer the whole time? <laughs> that's a that's a twist. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, so, it's a different kind of football. Brazil's gonna win anyway. <laughs> um, but I, I do want to just say, like, finishing up this this point where it's just like, I'm gonna buy a bunch of roses, do this thing. I'm gonna Uno reverse her with her emotional gift, and then also. I'm gonna break the TV, that's how much you mean to me. Like it just, it lines up with the like not quite emotionally intelligent it's, guy. It's such dude logic. Yeah, it's, it's dude such, bro. Like I broke, I fucking broke the TV yeah, to just show my like, love. That was fucking mine. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck dude? <laughs> I brought that. <laughs> I don't uh, even need your Vizio. Uh, so my guess is uh, didn't work out. I think there would have been an update if it worked out. You can't post it. I think you would have been bragging if they. If oh they yeah. Uh, there's a trend in Reddit stories where uh, any story that has a uh, a man like being unappreciative of someone cooking for them, it, it's it's never good. It, it never has that. Because well, that's out never well. the one thing that's wrong. Right. Like they always posted it like. Am I the asshole for like forgetting to go to the store? And it's just like, oh, it was the organ store, and they were dying from organ failure. And like, oh, I did was forget to go to the store. I totally forgot. Sorry. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Get started on your resolutions this year with the help of Factor, the ready-to-eat meal service that's sent straight to your door and ready in just two minutes. These are chef-crafted, they're delicious, and they're healthy. Uh, they come in a ton of options. You've got Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Vegan, Veggie, and they've got tons of snack options, smoothies, shakes, anything your heart desires, Factor can deliver it to you right to your door. I'm a big fan of it. I've used it a lot in my life. Uh, meal prepping is a lot of work. You got the grocery store, you got the prepping, you got the cooking, and you've got the cleanup. It's so much that by the time you're done, you're just exhausted. You don't want to keep doing it. And with Factor, you can take that all away and just have the food right there ready in two minutes. If you're interested, head to factormeals.com slash pitreddit50 and use code pitreddit50 to get 50% off. That's code pitreddit50 at factormeals.com slash pitreddit50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Uh, a lot of uh, resolutions hardly last past 30 days, and one of your resolutions might be to save money. Well, an easy way to make that resolution last all year is by switching over to Mint Mobile, which only costs $15 a month if you buy their three-month plan. And that's unlimited talk, text, data, uh, all for $15 a month. It's the best deal you could ever get. You get to keep your own phone, uh, and it's easy to switch over using eSIM, uh, and it's fantastic. It's, it's got everything you want for $15 a month. We use it on our Smosh phone here, and it's fantastic. We, we do everything on it. Uh, all through Mint Mobile. Uh, anything you see us posting on social media, that's all through the Smosh phone, and that's, that, that phone's using Mint Mobile. It's got the, the SIM card in there. It's great. 
To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pitreddit. That's mintmobile.com slash pitreddit. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pitreddit. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. This episode is also brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your accounts and you don't know where it's going, like you're being robbed by a ghost? Well, what it is is all those subscriptions you're not keeping track of. You know, fitness apps, streaming services, delivery services, they add up and they, they take all your money. Well, Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. It's fantastic. And, you know, the, it, it puts them all in one place so you can look through and you can cancel without ever having to call customer service, making it so much easier for you. You're going to end up saving a lot of money throughout the years. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions so much easier. I'm someone who hates getting on the phone, and if I can just cancel things with a tap, oh my gosh, that's so much better. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pitreddit. That's rocketmoney.com slash pitreddit. Rocketmoney.com slash pitreddit. Back to the show. Here's our next story. Am I the asshole for blasting Disney music? Yeah. You are, you're already going to say yeah? I just know that, um, you know, when the year Frozen came out, that's all any of us ever heard. Yeah. Well, let's see. I was thinking more like this is going to be like a sitcom starlet or something. Let's find out. Mm. Hello. I, uh, a 16-year-old girl, have an older brother uh, 19, who's 19 uh, who's one of those prank YouTubers and TikTokers. He's been doing this kind of content since 2017, first on YouTube, then expanding to TikTok for short form around 2020. He's decently popular with children and makes some pretty good money from it. It's annoying for me and I hate it. As his little sister, I'm constantly having a camera shoved in my face even when I'm busy. He's pranked me by pretending to delete my school projects off of my laptop, throwing out my homework slash study material, once fabricated a fake report card that he gave to my tech illiterate parents, which got me grounded for a month, even after I proved that my grades are good because they never go back on their punishments. Uh, he has also come to my work to surprise me and prank me, which has gotten me in trouble with my manager until they moved me to working in the back and not up front with customers because he'd come in so much. With my money, I recently bought a Bluetooth speaker, and whenever I see him with his stupid camera, I blast whatever Disney music I can. Let it go. We don't talk about Bruno. Anything I can because Disney is vicious with copyright and the footage is useless. He's tried talking to me before about it, usually on camera, to work out our issue, which means me stopping so that he can go back to making money off pranking me. Because I'm apparently very popular with his audience, he's been slowly losing views and followers, which he is blaming me and my speaker for. My parents are taking his side as he's providing for us and he's the golden child. Ooh. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Uh, my, no. my take is the ultimate assholes here are the parents. Uh, he's providing for us, like, dude. dude it's, it seems to me that she is not only not the asshole, she's also better at pranks. Because that is the greatest prank ever. It's so smart. Because it's it, the, a good prank is character specific, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, <laughs> that's 
That's well. It's like what I was talking about earlier, where I'm like, modern day pranks are like, I hit this man with a rock. Like, there's just it's like, oh, he kind of got me grounded and almost fired. Like, she's living in a shitty situation. Not only is she not the asshole, like, sometimes stage parents are the worst humans in the world, and this 19 year old guy sounds fucking awful. And it's the combo of them all being like, but we're trying to get that YouTube money. I say, burn the house to the ground and film it. Like, you're good. Just get out of there, kiddo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. And it sounds like he really only gets views off of her being on Yeah, is he camera. paying her? But uh, these parents are basically like vlog family parents. Yeah. Because like, they're, they're very much like pushing this. She's like, I don't want to be on camera. And they're like, just do it. Like, we need the money. What it is, is it's basically gaslighting. Totally. And anxiety driving, you know. Yeah. Um, Never feeling safe in your own home. Yeah, not feeling safe out and you know out and about, and not, certainly not feeling safe online now, because no. it sounds like basically this guy has followers because he films his sixteen-year-old sister. Yeah, she's sister. 16. sixteen. She's That's... a minor. She's like, I don't want to be filmed, and he's like, ha 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 ha. Let's affect your school and work. Like, yeah, that sucks. Also, that sucks. the the parents saying, uh, oh oh, that was a fake report card, but we've already grounded you, and we don't take back our punishments. Is some insane shit. Yes. Yeah. That these parents are psychotic. Absolutely. Like, I I these these parents suck a now, lot. Now my thing is like if I was reading this on Reddit, the first thing I do is go down to the comments because I'm thinking if this is real, surely this is enough context. Someone to, knows who this to is. To identify what like TikToker this yeah. is. Yeah. I'm sure she's trying to keep her identity and her brother's identity secret because she doesn't want even more attention. Um, because like she's afraid of her family. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. If, mom, if this is what she's like publicly typing about, like mom and dad grounding me, like, do you think the rest of that family dynamic is chill? Yeah, like, exactly. that is a I, shitty I, child. I kind of feel bad for the brother in a way because if he's providing for us, like now he probably feels this pressure. He's not even getting all this money that he's making. He's got to yeah. pay for. His parents are probably putting pressure on him. Yeah, like, the yeah. brother is the asshole, but you do feel bad for the. What the internet does to the lack of self identity, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and you know, I think the ultimate assholes are the parents. Mm -hmm. But I think the brother is at, between them, their dynamic. He's an absolute asshole. The brother needs like a wake up moment because like being a teenage boy, a lot of them are super shitty, and he's getting a lot of like positive reinforcement for yeah. being shitty. And so like there needs to be this moment of like stop now or you're going to suck as an adult, and that gets you in trouble. The comments. Unless he pays you money for being in it, he can shut the fuck up. Not the asshole, and your bro should prank his parents. OP responded, my payment is living in the house he bought, mm -mm. and his viewers got tired of him pranking our parents in 2018, and they did tell him if he didn't stop, they'd kick him out. So they're off limits, but not me, because better than them. He bought the house, but they're gonna kick him out. Uh, someone responded, he bought the house and was threatened to be kicked out of it? Um, okay then. Sounds like your parents and brother haven't figured out that the power dynamic has shifted to brother's favor. OP responded, the house was bought in 2020. Before then, we lived in a small apartment where he would prank them. My mom particularly got really annoyed with, with his pranks and told him either he stop or he find somewhere else to live. Um, damn. Parents, those parents are deadbeats, dude. Oh, holy crap. And I mean, he, this sounds like it is just like, they were bad parents and now they're, and that reflected onto him. Someone else said, not the asshole, he is harassing you against your consent. If he can't make views without harassing you, then he's not really making the money himself, is he? Someone else said, you have a massively dysfunctional family if your 19 year old brother's TikToks are providing for your family. Your parents suck and your brother sucks. As soon as you're 18, find a way to move out and be on your own. OP responded, 
I am. I have my job so I can save money, and I have some friends who also want to move out at 18, and we plan to find an apartment to live in together. My parents are trying their best. They're immigrants, and me and my brother are first generation. Before his channel, our family struggled a lot, so they see his pranks as something to endure so that we don't return to how we were before. My brother sucks. My parents are doing their best, even if it's misguided. Um, that has 1.9 thousand upvotes. Is this, I, is this really such a common? Th those we've been given so many details. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I'm thinking to myself, is this just so common that this could be any prank channel on TikTok? Yeah. I mean, I, it was um, it was common amongst uh, when I was a, a young actor, like mm -hmm. when I was a minor as an actor. A lot of my friends, um, and some of it was was actually not. I, I mean, I can't speak for other people, but it didn't all all come across as dysfunctional. But a lot of kids, when they were successful, I think they had that pressure to provide for their families. And yeah. It's tough because you don't have the context when you're that age. Like, because I've known people who were like younger, like minors, and they were the breadwinner for their family as an actor. And like, even if the family seems great, and it's like, no, 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 like it's my parents' job to make sure that this happens. I'm like, no, like, no, you can, you don't have to do that. Like, it, it's it's always been very weird to me. Um, in the same way where it's like, you know, oh, well, I get to live in this house. Like, that's my payment. It's like, no, you're a child. They had you. Yeah, it's their like, job to it, keep like, you alive. You're 16 you years old. If they kick you out of the house, they go to jail. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. it's my, you know, you get to live under this house for free. You're lucky I don't charge you rent. It's like, okay, motherfucker, let's call CPS. Let's see what they say yeah. about this. Like. We have a, uh, a quote here uh, from Kiki Palmer, who was a child actor. Um, uh, Reminiscing on this beautiful experience in my life, I had a great epiphany in therapy recently. Due to traveling and scheduling, both of my parents had to stop working to support my career and be present for my three siblings, leaving me with the financial responsibility around age 12, which I took great pride in because I knew what it would do for generations to come and a huge blessing that I could even help out. However, it caused me a lot of pain because I essentially had to abandon my childhood feelings and desires, yeah. mm -hmm. becoming like a parentalized <clears throat> child, which is something some of you can probably relate to in your own way. This was something that I have had to continuously work through because I am grateful but often feel like I missed it. Life can be such a tragic comedy because how funny is it that now becoming an actual parent and the responsibility I've always carried being more valid now than ever has in fact given me the chance to feel what it's like to be a kid again. I get a chance to explore a lot of the things I missed out on with my son. His freedom is like the most priceless gift to me. He is already teaching me so much. It's like he awakened the little me inside that I thought was long gone. Yeah, I, I, I can't help but feel that. I, I agree with that, that when a kid is given that burden, and even at 19, given that burden, I of, actually, like it's it's so intense. You yeah, know? I actually, I have a term for this. I call it honorary adult. Mm. And a lot of people, if you're in, if you're in acting, if you're in the internet, but even if you're just, you know, if you, you know, if you have to work to support the family at all, you know, you a lot of kids grow up putting in this in their head. Oh, I'm an honorary adult, and a lot of those people reach actual adulthood kind of feel like something's off. Mm -hmm. it, it very, I think that rarely ends well, being a kid and convincing yourself, I'm the honorary adult. And that's why a lot of these child, that's my opinion, that's why a lot of these child stars, in one way or the other, get you know a little scrambled when they become adults, because they gave up a huge part of their developmental years to just convince themselves, you know, as I've said, you know, I'm the honorary adult. I don't need to be a kid. I don't need to develop because I'm basically an adult already. And then something is a little messed up later on.
Yeah. What's so interesting about that, like you saying that in combination with them saying like, we're first generation, my parents are immigrants. I think about like older generations with immigrants, like, you know, a lot of times kids had to pick up slack in a lot of ways where like in some way they would contribute, like maybe they worked really young and they would be part of contributing to the family. Yeah. I think the difference is here, you know, like you were saying, they are not just sort of this adultified kid. They are the breadwinner and it's public. So they don't get to go off later and have a normal life where no one knows who they are. They have have this public persona from when they were a kid and they're the breadwinner. So yeah. like, it's so all, did, did they say they've been doing this? How recent they've been doing this, this for a while. How recent is this post? Um, uh, this post from 2022. So they've been doing this since like 2017. That's like four years and they're 19 now. So they started yeah. what, when they were like in middle school? Yeah. And they they're have a whole career where they're paying their for their parents also, to have a house. It's also tough because like you earn all this stuff but then it's not yours. And so it, it's it just, I, I do think like, there's just now so much to untangle for the rest of their lives. Like yeah. that, that, that your relationship with what's yours, who you are, yeah. are you an I mean, adult? are you go, like if he, if this person's career goes flatline, but they've paid off the house, let's say, or something like that, mm -hmm. and then they end up having to struggle to get their own house, are they going to be bitter at their family? Yeah, you know, this, it's yeah. it's a situation where, and I feel this way, where like, regardless of intentions regardless if you think the parents are, are doing it maliciously or assholes or not, at the end of the day, this kid is gonna be messed up from this. And yeah. that's just yeah. the result. The result, I think, is gonna be undeniable. Yeah, and then I think what the, what the OP is experiencing is almost like the secondhand smoke of mm. just all this getting tangled up. It, it also speaks to like a big issue now, which is that there are so many child actors out there now. It's yeah. all on TikTok, and we don't realize it. Um, but then, you know, it's very fascinating now that like, it used to be that people would make, so uh, my friend Matt, uh, uh, Matt Bennett, pointed this out to me, where there's this weird shift where people used to do social media to further their careers, and now kids have careers to further their social media, to be the brand, wow. to, to be bigger. Like, I'm on Disney Channel, so people follow me on Twitter. You know what yeah, I mean? That's Straight wild. Up. Uh, we have an update. Ooh. One month later, I didn't expect my post to blow up like it did, but I thought that everyone would want to know I'm now safe. First, those who thought my brother would try and destroy my speaker were right. He destroyed multiple, but I kept buying more as they were cheap, and I have a lot of money saved up for when I eventually move out. I also told my best friend's mom everything. Before all this, she knew that my brother made content online, which is why I always go to my friend's house and not the other way around. I practically live there anyway, so she very quickly agreed that I can stay until I turn 18. While packing my stuff, I started participating in pranks again to keep my brother and parents happy so they wouldn't be suspicious. I kept telling my brother about an epic prank I was planning, and a few clips of me t talking about it were in videos and fans got really hyped for it. The prank was me taking the last of the stuff that was still in my room and using a lot of printer paper and tape to write notes all over my walls, bed, desk, everywhere that said things along the lines of, have fun without me, I'm not coming back, I hate your pranks, and other comments. I doubt he'll post the video, but I like to imagine he turned uh, purple seeing it all. I'm currently at my best friend's house and we are working things out legally so that I can stay without my parents claiming I was kidnapped or anything. I'm also considering getting a restraining order against my brother and am looking for a new job, hopefully with better pay so he can't try to see me while I'm at work. Mm -hmm. I still won't be making any social media or exposing my brother. He can lose his fans on his own without my help and I can stay anonymous and out of the public eye. Thank you everyone who gave me advice. I really appreciate it. 
Um, wow. Yeah. And now there's another update. Oof. Uh, let's go. Uh, almost one year later, this is recent. This I bought is, an even bigger house than him. This is okay. from, from about two months ago. Okay. Uh, November 2023. I didn't know if there was a subreddit that I could post this on, so I'm posting it to my account. First, before anyone asks, I still don't have any interest in content creation and won't be making any videos for my family. I'm safe, I got emancipated, and I'm no longer living with my friend. I have an apartment with one of my friends I was originally planning to move out with uh, when I turned 18. The apartment's tiny and not great, but we're managing. The rent's cheap, and that's what matters. My brother, parents, and extended family are finally leaving me alone fully. They kept trying to convince me to go back and rejoin the channel, promising to not do more pranks and all kinds of other things. I threatened to make an expose video, which finally got them to leave me alone. I've had to change my appearance somewhat, a new haircut and dye job, because people would sometimes recognize me, but that's it. Nothing else happened. I have a new job and I'm on track to go to college and live a perfectly normal life without a camera in my face mm. or a Bluetooth speaker constantly on and blasting Disney music. Uh, damn. <sighs> Happy yeah, ending. Wow. Holy crap. That's, you know, at this point, you know, you know, this is the conversation always comes to. I'm not 100% convinced that this is real, but this is a thing that happens. And I think yeah. that's the important mm -hmm. thing is that this happens. This is a hell that people live in. Yeah, you know, I would agree with you. And I think, to be honest with you, the entire time, obviously, I'm like, parents, asshole, brother, asshole, yes. There has been a tiny, tiny, tiny part of me, and hear me out, tiny part of me that's like, okay, immigrant family, maybe not a lot of opportunities, having uh, access to money for the first time, like, this could be the life that we've all sacrificed to build. This, this is your sacrifice, too. Like, I can see that mindset a little bit. What really snuffed out that tiny bit of spark for me was the fact that she's like, they keep trying to reach out to me to get me to rejoin the channel. Yeah, that's, that's Nope, it's yeah. not, we miss you, come home. Yeah, it's just it's, like, our views are tanking, Elizabeth. And, like, and I think the threat of an expose video got them to go away is like, yeah. oh, so it is bad. Yeah. You, you also know it's bad. Yep. And it's, it's, it's the fact that they don't seem to care that she's gone from exactly. the family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, obviously. Um, a few comments here. Wow, and after that, your parents are still minimizing all of it. Glad you got free. Mm -hmm. Someone else said, I remember your original post, and I'm really glad to see you're in a better place. I thought emancipation was a good idea when I read your post. From someone who emancipated themselves as a minor also, I'm sorry that you had to do that, but I'm glad that you have more autonomy over your life now. For me, at least, things have only gotten better over the years, and I hope the same goes for you. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Good ending there. I bet that's a lot more common around here, because where I'm from, I've, I've never heard of someone having to like I know of it I know of it here my sister uh, had a boyfriend who um, I you know I was very young so I didn't fully know the circumstances but I know he lived with us for like a year or two because his family was leaving and I don't know the circumstances but like I think it takes something to have him live with us for a year or two you know what I mean yeah it wasn't even like oh they're gonna get married and we're very classic it was just like you can stay here. So I do want to say shout out Big W to yeah. uh, the friend's mom for recognizing that and yeah. being like, yep, you're staying here. Like, yeah. Yeah. that's huge. Very cool. That's huge. And I hope, I hope, I hope despite the, the stress and the, the trauma that probably happened for, you know, some important years that, you know, some sense of normalcy yeah. has arrived. Um, and she had to change her appearance. So she was pretty famous. 
Um, I can't imagine being famous and not wanting it ever from the, like, uh, not, not, not from your own actions, not from trying yeah. to do anything, not posting a video yourself. Because your privacy was invaded. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's so insane. It's not even your thing. It's not even like, oh my God, you're like, you're that starlet from that Disney show. I bet life is crazy. It's like, no, things are happening at me every day. Like, I didn't yeah. do any of this shit. That's awful. That's terrible, yeah. And it also, it speaks to how nice that this original poster is that she's like, I used all these markers on printer paper and taped it to the wall. I'm like, I would have written it in the wall with an ax head. Yeah. Like, for her to be like, well, they can just take this down. Right. <laughs> like, for it to not damage the room. I always, I always want to do stuff like that. I did something like that when I got fired once. I worked at a pizza place whose name resembles the name Caesarean. And... <laughs> God, you're smart. I love that. Um, where was I? Oh, um... There was, I've told the story in a video, some guy was throwing away rags and they just decided to blame me. So, so they fired me over that. And it was also because, because I had, my channel had blown up for the first time and the manager basically presumed that, it would be, that I would be fine if I just did that instead. So they just fired me and so I took the calendar up the wall and I wrote Q off on every day. Until that I could, so every that's day, funny. So, that's that's good. So just for every month for a while, it just said Quentin off, Quentin off. That's that's awesome. really funny. Hey, I th maybe he was trying to do a kindness. He's like, hey, get out of here. Go go follow yeah. you. Well, YouTube that's how dreams. he pitched it. It annoyed me. He was like, you just don't seem happy. <laughs> You're like, dog. That's my thing. What would make you happy? Less money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, money is the root of all evil, and evil makes me pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing you a kindness. Get out of here. Hear me out. <laughs> all right, next story. Am I the asshole for watching an R-rated movie on a flight? Oh shit. I, a 19-year-old man, was on a flight to visit my parents. I had a few movies downloaded on my phone, including the second Deadpool. I was watching it on my phone and headphones in when the part where Deadpool gets ripped in half happens, and I can hear a muffled scream behind me. I take out my headphones, and there's a little kid behind me crying. He had positioned himself in a way that he could watch my screen and had watched him get torn. His mom got mad at me and yelled that I shouldn't be watching that kind of thing, especially in front of children. But I wasn't aware anyone was watching me, and that kid would have, to, have had to force himself into that weird position to see my phone screen. So am I an asshole? Uh, no. I don't think you are. You, they oftentimes, I, it is something I think about a lot though, because movies where, or flights where they have the, the, the screen and they have movies, they have R-rated movies. Right. And they have like, I have definitely been on a flight and someone's watching something and it's got like a full on sex scene. And I, of course my, I'm just like, Right. Yeah. I saw a booby. Like, uh, yeah. you just say that out loud. <laughs> they look over and I'm just like. Something like this happened to me once and it was the most anxiety inducing. I actually feel bad about it every time I'm on a plane now. I don't know why, but when I'm on my phone, the, 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 one, of the only thing, one of the things I do is I get on Instagram, I scroll for a minute, I check my messages and I close it. Yeah. So even when I'm on a plane, I have no, I have no wifi. Right. I, uh, I will <laughs> still open Instagram and scroll. And you know how sometimes Instagram will just show you something weird? Yeah. And so just Instagram had preloaded like some I something weird. I think I follow like the cosplay hashtag and there's always something awful that pops up. Mm -hmm. And so I kept forgetting and I kept opening my phone and checking going, uh oh, and closing it. Because it was just something really weird. And then yeah, there was this kid in the aisle and the mom the mom started shit uh started shit talking me to the kid. Wow. 
Because she was like, he's got weird stuff on his phone. <laughs> well, you yourself him. said it was weird, and it is on your phone. Yeah, not on was... purpose. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the edgiest thing I've ever watched on a plane is I was flying to New York, and I put on B-Movie, but I just skipped to the part where the plane almost crashes. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be really funny to be watching the part of B-Movie where the plane almost crashes. Just showing it to the kid, like, look! This is us! It was on the plane, though. That's the thing. It was I was just on the plane looking through the movies, and they had B-Movie. The problem is you kept rewinding it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, I switched to Remember Me after that. That's in one of my videos. <laughs> That's in, that's uh, actually, that's in my B-movie video. That's why it was weird because I was working on a video about well, B-movie. So you can look that up. I'm watching B-movie on the plane. So um, my thing about this is like, I've, I've like been in a position before where like, I didn't scoot around, but like the, there was a, someone in front of me one time watching The Shape of Water. And I was just like, I was just like doing stuff on my Switch. And I was like, that lady's going to fuck that fish. <laughs> All right. And I just like kept going, but I could see. But my thought is like, there is an epidemic, especially in the internet age, of parents getting mad at you for not doing things for their kid. Like, I would imagine if you were playing something at full volume on a laptop, whatever, great. But if the kid is next to the parent, like, kind of really scooting their way through and like obvious, the parent should be like, what are you looking at? Is that something? Don't look at that person's screen. Instead yeah. of just like, oh, I forgot to parent my kid and now they saw your thing. Right, I yeah. fully agree with that. It's like, don't look at other people's screens. Don't do that. That's invading Unless their privacy. Unless it's the shape of water, it's right and there. And it's literally a phone, so it's small. And it's right there. So it's like, if you saw it, it's like, that's... The kid probably just is on an iPad all the time and is like fidgeting, like, yeah. they've got a screen. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Look at that. <laughs> Fingers all <laughs> sticky with candy, touching the iPad. What happened, a leapfrog? Ugh. Comments here. Not the asshole. She should have watched her own kid. She was happy he was occupied until it backfired and decided to shift the blame. Someone said, yeah, the mom 100% noticed the kid was watching something, but didn't do anything because it kept the kid quiet. Someone else said, not the asshole. The airlines have R-rated movies in their entertainment Wi-Fi yeah. setup, so they must expect folks, folks to watch them. Even so, that poor kid. Uh, someone said, fun fact, the movies in their Wi-Fi setup are generally cut to remove the super graphic scenes for exactly this reason. OP is not the asshole, but that quick shot might have not actually been in the airplane version of the movie if he was watching through the airline system. Mm -hmm. uh, note, other, comments are, uh, other commenters are saying that some international airlines do not edit the content on their flights, so debatable topic here. I've definitely seen nudity on Plane, like you didn't screens. have to pause, but yeah, That's yeah, great. shuttling yeah. through it, looking for it. Just, just there. Got it. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a bosom. Uh, uh, <laughs> that we should do. The, they should do that as a speed running record. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get on the plane, who can get, who can get nudity on the flight faster? <laughs> That's our final video. All right. Uh, not the asshole. I hope you said to the mom she should have been watching her kid better. Not your problem. In fact, you were watching it on your phone, not even the screen on the plane. Hashtag personal space. OP responded, I'm not really a confrontational person, so I didn't tell her much more than reason the reasoning I gave. Plus, since she there was yelling, a flight attendant came, and after a bit of talking, that was the end of the situation. Uh, there's an edit here. Uh, thanks for the feedback. Also, I have a few clarifications. This was not a night flight. We left at 11 a.m. and landed at 5 p.m. This, this kid could not have been more than six. Uh, I honestly don't know if the mom noticed and just let it slide until it backfired on her. Uh, yes, the reason I was on my phone with headphones in was so it would be harder for me to bother someone. 
and the flight was over before I even posted. There is nothing I can do for uh, for extra revenge. Sorry, everyone. I love that's that's always where they, the comments are going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. should have done. Yeah, I will Get also em. say like. So I've, you know, and I know every family's different, but like I've been watching R-rated movies when it comes to things like violence or whatever, I would always have to close my eyes for nudity or whatever, but like I've been watching those since I was like six. Wow. And like, have we considered that maybe this kid just doesn't have what it takes? <laughs> yeah. What if we turned on you? What if we were just like, are you okay? No, not <laughs> for a very long time, but that's the least of our worries. I remember watching It when I was like five or six, and I went downstairs the next morning, and my parents were like, what'd you get up to last night? I was like, oh, I watched a movie about a clown. They were like, which movie about a clown, Damien? I'm like, oh, there was like a little boy that died, and then his picture blinked, and blood started flying out of it. They're like, you watched It? And like, <laughs> even then, that didn't end anything. It was just like, well, don't do that again. Yeah, I would have turned to the kid and be like, you're, you're six years old? I, that's strange, you're acting like a little baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> can't handle Deadpool? You don't have the metal. <laughs> that was really crazy. That's really good. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I say that all the time in the mirror when I wake up. <laughs> you don't have the metal. Um, all right, next story. Am I the asshole since I constantly comment on my girlfriend's taste in TV shows and movies? Probably, yeah. Let's this is go. the same uh, guy. On the first story. <laughs> this guy, this guy, he, this is a Breaking Bad dude. I can just, it's gotta, it's gotta oh. be that, right? It's gotta be that it's like, she doesn't like Breaking Bad, so her taste is horrible. I thought you meant it was Jesse. I Breaking. was liking to yeah. Matt. I was, I was hoping it'd be the first guy again. I was hoping it'd be the edit the movie into TV shows guy the again. British one? Oh, that one. I, I'm really hoping that Breaking Bad gets mentioned in this. It'll be so funny. Breaking That's Bad so or The good. Sopranos or The Wire. Am I the asshole since I constantly comment on my girlfriend's taste in TV shows and movies? So as background, my girlfriend and I like to watch a lot of TV shows and movies together. And in the beginning, she introduced me to a couple of reality TV shows. Things like 90 Day Fiance and Real Housewives. We'd have a little routine of watching them on the weekends. And unlike most shows, they'd go on for a while. Several months, in fact. So it was a hallmark of part of our relationship. And it was great. I'd make jokes, we'd comment on the characters, and more. Gradually, though, I noticed some trends in the shows. People with mental health issues, the shows were clearly exploiting. Drama, fabricated or not, that made for easy television, but was crude and shallow. At some point, I began to change my view. I started to consider the kind of content I was consuming and the way it was shaping my thoughts and behavior. I started to look at it like food for the mind and the difference between a sugary snack and something of substance that makes you think and consider things. I have my cigarettes, as I call them. Lucifer was one of them, for example. I've phased out many games, for instance, which used to be our thing. I would play while she watched her shows. And I started being more vocal about my preferences. I'd ask her to occasionally find a documentary or a film that had more meat on the bone, something that was meant to challenge us, help us change and grow. Just add some variety. Usually it's just murder slash cult docs or reality TV shows for her. It isn't about being a snob, though I'm willing to take the hit uh, that it's easy to seem like a snob with this stuff. Simply by me commenting on the qualities of the shows she's watching, she's made it clear that it feels like I'm controlling her. I can see her point of view. My position isn't all or nothing. It's about balance, willing to try new things, throwing yourself a curveball. On the other side, if she doesn't want to change at all, I can't force her to, and making comments isn't helping things. She's, she never comments on my stuff. She just lets me be me. So am I the asshole for always making these comments? 
This is another one of those live together things. Yeah, mm. this took a different turn than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like it's just because I'm thinking to myself right now, like, oh, uh, you know, I wanna, I wanna be all judgmental, but like if my girlfriend like only watched like David Zaslav reality shows, I'd be like, maybe we shouldn't be together. Like maybe <laughs> maybe. So you would make comments. You would just uh, leave one day, never explain, <laughs> yeah. and leave. Yeah, I cover my forever. bedroom and I'm gonna go get some lucifers from the uh, <laughs> gas station, and then you don't come back. I love, I love. It's like I have my cigarettes, like Lucifer. Yeah, what a specific show to, when they were like, like, I have my cigarettes, like Lucifer. I literally thought it was like Lucifer. I've not heard of that brand. Oh, the show. Yeah, Hannibal. Um, I think this this is. Uh, this waffles back and forth between asshole and not for me. You see, the, the thing is, a lot of these stories, there's something else going on. I really don't mm -hmm. think there's something else going on here. I think, I think they just, just, I think they just watch different shows and it's starting to bother them. But I think the vibe of like, look, I, I've lived with a partner before where like we would watch things like 90 Day Fiance, etc. Like, and those were sort of like newer things for me, and I got the enjoyment out of it, you know, making fun of it and all that good stuff. But I do also agree that like it very much exploits mental health issues. Like someone will join on a show and I'm not like, I'm not even like, oh, I bet they'll show their true colors later. I'm like, that person has an issue they're dealing with right now and that's gonna come up. So like, I get that, but it's almost like if you decide to get really healthy and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, I see you're eating a burger again. You know, ever since I switched to salads, I feel way better. It's like, that's what makes you an asshole. Like, yeah. offer up that like, hey, I wanna enjoy something mentally stimulating with you. But if you're just constantly commenting on it, it's like, yeah, they know they're having a cheeseburger. Let them have their fucking cheeseburger yeah. and enjoy it without you being like. <laughs> yeah, it's also a tough thing where it's like, yes, are those reality shows exploiting people? Absolutely. A lot of those scripted shows are also exploiting people in ways yeah. you cannot fathom. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. it's there is really, to, to justify yours over theirs is like, well, there's probably bad things. Um, I, I also even. think, yeah, dude, all of it, like, it's tough. Um, I will also say, like, in defense of, like, these reality shows or just whenever someone's, like, above some type of content, like, I want to watch something that challenges us. It's like, that's great, but when you get off work, if you're there, you can watch content for different reasons. And one of them is to relax and to zone out. And another one is, yeah, I want to be stimulated. But if you're exhausted... I don't want to watch something where I have to think. Yeah, like I, I, I literally finish. can't. I yeah. literally cannot. I need to be so like refreshed and like mentally present. That's why it took me forever to watch Severance. I'm not gonna like right. sit down and be like, time to relax and watch Severance. Yeah, I, I, I just got off work. Agree. Let me watch that thing that's all about <laughs> it's work. Not like work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a tweet that has been dropped into my my iPad here. Uh, someone said. Uh, uh, no, like I'm actually convinced selling Sunset is Coco Melon for the 18 to 49 female demographic. <laughs> it's endless, senseless drama, goofy outfits, bright colors, loud sounds. We've been hypnotized, I fear. Um, yeah, I mean, look, <sighs> I, uh, there, I think there's a lot of potential to a lot of these reality shows. I think in the editing and producing, though, they I do manufacture, uh, they, they do exploit, and they specifically go for the bad things, and I'm like... I think there's, it, but I don't know. They're gonna. They keep getting rewarded for it. Like mm -hmm. they get views off of the the fucked up nature of it. So I I agree with what this person's saying about the exploitative sure. nature. But I'm also like between you and your partner, right. you are not making the right choices here. Well, all I'm saying is like, what if we know that? Like, what if we know this show is a piece of shit? Sometimes you want to watch that. Oh, like, yeah. you just gotta turn off. 
sometimes. Right. It's Coco Melon, bright colors, moving yeah. shapes. Like, yeah. I like background noise sometimes. Right. Uh, comments here. You're the asshole. You're specifically criticizing the shows she enjoys by taking some moral or intellectual superiority stance. You're very much being judgmental. Someone else said, uh, so I really like to read fan fiction. I know, I know. Which I've been pretty ashamed of most of my life because of all the stereotypes about how bad it is. Some of it is really good. When we were dating and my partner first caught me reading it, he made fun of me for it. That plus my existing shame led me to feel like it was a thing I had to hide and be ashamed of. That's another Reddit story we already did. Yeah, I know, it really was. Even though he knows I, re I read a ton of fan fiction and I know I read a ton of fan fiction, I've never ever felt comfortable talking to him about it. My biggest hobby and something I devote a good amount of my downtime to. I love him, but I don't trust him with my most vulnerable bits and I don't share the complete truth of who I am with him. Which sounds silly to say over fan fiction, but I never feel like I can explain the bits that made me laugh out loud or what I thought it was really sexy or what I'm really into at the moment because of it. Watch your brain food during your, your me time. Shaming her for what she likes and pressuring her to watch what you want will make her feel like she can't trust you to be herself around you. Yeah. Um, uh. It's a it's a proven thing in psychology of um, you know caring about what someone cares about is a huge thing. Um, there was a study that was done, and this is a vague explanation of it, but the gist of it was this psychologist could figure out who was going to be successful or not based on oh what was it? it's 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 the bids the bids the bids bids where it's just like it's like oh look at that and if the partner turns and engages with what they're, they're with what they're engaged with. Yeah. That shows like a connection there, and it's a. I think it just boils down to respect. Yeah. Like, oh, you're interested in that. I respect you, so I'm also interested in what you're interested in. Right. I do a test with people where, um, I don't know. I, I sometimes feel like I'm not on the same wavelength that everyone else is, and so it'll be a constant thing where I'll be saying something and I get interrupted by someone starting a different yeah. branch, and I do this test where I just don't go back. And I wait. <laughs> and just and I just, I, no, I, I just, I just, I just wait and see if anyone's gonna ask me to continue. That's awesome. Yeah. Many, many years ago, I was on a date where, like, I kept trying to get a word in edgewise, and the girl just kept talking about herself and her family and all that stuff. And I was just like, I'm, I think I'm gonna actually just see how far she goes and just like keep nodding. And it was the whole date. I didn't say a goddamn thing about myself, and there was wow. one date. So. I actually. Yay! Yeah. Uh, some other comments here. She never comments on my stuff. She just lets me be me. You're the asshole. Give her the same courtesy. Uh, and lastly, someone said, you're the asshole. Dude, unless you're watching documentaries or the History Channel, you're not going to get much substance out of watching much of anything on TV. Most people watch it for entertainment, not to be challenged. Mm -hmm. Take up some college classes if that's what you're after. Most of the stuff on TV these days is crap. But if people, people like it, then they like it. Stop criticizing her, Mr. Poet. I think it is something important to keep in mind that Mr. everything Poet? You're, yeah, I know. Uh, everything that you see on TV is designed just to grab your attention. It, their, their incentive is not to give you anything. Yeah. And I, a lot of people can agree, like, oh, when it comes to televised stuff, like, that's the case for news. It's the case for anything that you think, like, oh, it's informative. Like, this is whatever. It's like, their goal is only to keep you watching. Yes. They are not interested in actually making you a better person after this, like uh, when it comes to TV, uh, from big things. If um, you yeah. want to learn something cool, you go to TikTok. Hank Green <laughs> will pop up and he'll tell you cool things. Get all your facts from TikTok. Don't look into that it. That I have learned. So there's two things in my mind right now. First of all, a lot of these Reddit stories kind of feel like 
when you know when someone's venting to you about something and they're they kind of don't really care mm. about what they're saying as much as they're leading on where it's more like they just want to say get get this feeling off their chest yep. where it, you know it's it, it's easy to imagine that that it's not that it, it's actually a deal breaker it's just that it's like oh this thing kind of annoys me yeah where you know and then the second thing i wanted to say was i guess it seems like a thing where they might just want to have a conversation about like balancing what you know who if they're watching something for who you know if if you want to watch breaking bad you know maybe there should be a point in time where you get to choose to watch breaking bad you know mm -hmm. well I, what i do agree with is it does sound like this is very much uh the girl based on this story they're watching mostly what the girlfriend is interested in watching yeah and not as much like it'd be okay if it was just like, oh, can we watch something I, I pitched tonight? Like, I, I have something I want to watch with you. Yeah, maybe this is a situation where there's something else going on. Maybe I was wrong. Well, I think it's, I think it's more of a thing about like, no, I think you're right. Like, there's, there's gotta be a balance and it's, it, it is no longer about like, who gets to pick what we watch tonight. It's like, I want to pick what we watch tonight. And let me also tell you why this is gonna be a little better for that old noggin of yours. Yeah. Like, that's what's shitty. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know, because in my head I'm imagining like, I'm in my, my mentally. I'm going in the opposite direction. Where I imagine maybe this animosity about the taste comes from the fact that it's like, okay, we're watching another reality show. Like if sure. if I got to pick every once in a while, I wouldn't be like growing this animosity about the content. You right. know. So maybe there's something there. I don't I, know. I agree with that. All right. Here's our last story. <gasps> Am I the asshole for refusing to tell my dad the missing parts to movies he misses? My dad, who's 54 always seems to come into the lounge when I'm halfway through a movie. I have no issue with that as the lounge is a shared space and he can do what he wants. My issue is that he will start asking me questions about the film I'm watching while I'm trying to watch it. Example would be if I'm watching Up and he asked me where the old man was going uh, and why was he going on this adventure and why can the dog talk and what's the little boy doing? <laughs> I didn't mind doing it occasionally, but it happens every time I watch a movie now and it's super annoying. So I just started saying, you need to have watched from the beginning or I don't know. He gets super annoyed whenever I do it, but I don't wanna have to pause every movie I watch to explain it to him. And sometimes you need to finish the movie to understand. So I don't know what I can explain. Um, I relate to this so heavily. Yeah. Uh, my dad, I'm gonna do an impersonation of my dad really quick. So I am, it's, it's the same exact thing. I am always halfway through a movie. Uh, growing up, I'd be halfway through some movie and this is what he would do every time. So I'm here, my dad will come in and he'll be like, back. what you watching? Oh, uh, so is that the bad guy? It was always, so is that the bad guy? It was always that. Who do I hate? And luckily he would just be like, wow. <laughs> That's that's wild. Do you know what's something that my <laughs> Do you know what's something my family does my, my dad especially does that always annoys me? They you know sometimes I feel like they don't realize that I have a job. <laughs> so I'll be like like for instance I remember distinctly I was watching like a late stage episode of iCarly and taking notes and I was watching the episode and here's here's my impersonation. My dad goes uh So at work today, I was uh, talking to Billy, and uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just typing, and I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, like it just pretends I'm not doing anything. Are you talking to me right now? <laughs> like, yeah. That, okay, so here's, here's the two sides of it in my brain. 
A parent is trying to connect with you over something you're enjoying. That's awesome. Yeah. I think at best, maybe I can give you one pause and I'll go, boop. Main point of the story is that little boy and that guy are gonna go on an adventure, blah, blah, blah. dog has a collar, blah, 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 and, then, blah, blah, blah. and now we're at the continue. I think. Boom. If, it, if I have to pause four or five times to answer questions, yeah. I'll lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. I think it really, really depends on what your relationship with your father actually is. Mm. And I don't, I don't mean to get Freudian, but it's like, I really value um, getting to share anything with my dad mm, under yeah. any context. So I feel like I would be like, oh my God, yeah, you gotta, I gotta tell you about this goddamn up movie, man. It's crazy. Yeah. There's this dog, you know, I think yeah. I would, I think I'd celebrate it. Um, I, it's always been endearing when my dad does it. It's just funny. But I also funny. know my dad is not the type, like he doesn't watch a lot of movies. So mm -hmm. I know I'm like, I'm also like, you don't really care. You're just ask. You're just making some conversation but here. At some point, is it about like, is it about like, I want to interact. You know, I want to. Right. I want because what else are we, you know? So for some families, I feel like it's like, what else are we gonna say to each other? Sure. So I want to come in the room and be like, tell me about this stupid balloon movie. Here's my thing about that though. If you're looking. If you need your parent to connect with you and that's the only way they can do it and they're going to ask questions constantly, you have to adjust your mindset. It's time to make it a game for yourself and start giving them wrong information. Yes, yes! <laughs> As they get more and more confused, you have to keep justifying it. Yeah. It's like, why can the dog talk? On this island, dogs can talk. Like, yeah. you just have to say that. He can't talk, they're crazy. Yeah, that's uh, not a little boy. That old that's, man, a, that's a grown man as well. He got man. shrunk, he got shrunk, you'll see why in a minute. Like, um, just, oh my god. Uh, you just put on daddy deck chair and see if he's paying attention. <laughs> what? What's daddy deck chair? Daddy deck chair is like, so do you know that Up is inspired by kind of a thing that really happened? Did you know that? Inspired. This guy in his backyard, he took like a chair yes. and he attached balloons to yes, it. Yes, I do know that. And so he floated ar around in the, in the chair for a while. I think it's in a museum somewhere. The Smithsonian asked for the chair. He said no. And then when a less good museum wanted it, he was like, wait. Smithsonian, please take the chair, and they wouldn't. So it's in a museum somewhere. Wow. So Daddy Deck Chair is another movie inspired by that, where it's another movie about a guy who gets attaches a bunch of balloons to it. And I remember we had we bought a VHS of it. It sat in the house for years, and then I watched it, and it, it is, there was a lot of sex scenes in that movie. And it was like I was just not what I thought you would say, Quentin. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's just like the 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 movie about this wacky guy that attaches balloons. It's a wild story. He's just story. fucking the whole time. It's got, it's got, it's like the original Gone Girl. I don't know how to explain it. Because <laughs> what? I'm telling you, the plot of the movie is that he's depressed. He attaches a bunch of balloons to the chair, and then he floats away. And his wife tries to find him, or his fiance tries to find him, but they they're in a dysfunctional relationship, and she secretly doesn't want to find him, and he starts another life. And he gets undepressed, and there's like this. It's a bad movie. I need to watch it on a plane. So sometime. I think it would be really funny to switch from Up to Daddy Deck Chair and see if your dad <laughs> notices. <laughs> I think it's called Daddy. Danny Deck. It's Danny Deck Chair. Daddy Deck Chair with a <laughs> daddy, lot of sexy. Daddy, but he scenes. is Daddy it's in giving it. Giving me a very different vibe. I'm like, I don't think you were supposed to find that VHS tape in your home. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was hidden in a box in the back of my dad's closet. It's really like, funny for me to imagine a kid. Watching that movie instead and th thinking it's up, and yeah. Being like this is a different movie than people pitched it to me. It's um, not as sad as people said. The verdict, the verdict was not the asshole, uh, not the asshole. This is the digital age. YouTube that shiz. Op said may suggest that to him. 
Uh, someone said, not the asshole, but it sounds like your dad might want to spend some time with you, not just sit in the same room as you. Do you think he might want to spend more quality time with you? If so, have you suggested doing activities together? OP said, we spend a lot of time together, so that's not an issue. Most Fridays are daddy-daughter days. I've oh. called out before, but he never comes into the lounge. Um, someone said, I'm so old that, that when I was a kid, there was no way to pause a movie on TV. There was no streaming, no DVR, no TiVo. It was even before Betamax. Lots of times I'd come home from school or come inside from playing. Yes, we used to do that outside, like Badgers or something. Okay. And my mom would be watching a movie. I would wait for the commercial, an ancient form of advertising like the ads on YouTube but no skipping. And mom would tell me what had happened in the movie before I came in. She was really good at it. In 120 seconds, she could summarize the plot and describe the motivations of the characters. Then we would watch the rest of the show together. It's a good memory. Thank you for unlocking it for me today. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. That's a far better point than anything that, we said. Yeah, no, that's I a said great, give it one pause. It's I a great, said the whole no, thing. no, the, the point that it's like a generational thing. That <laughs> yeah. If you drew up with yeah. like cable before home video. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is a funny one. Yeah, I that's very sweet. That's sweet. This is the sweetest Gaslighting, one. Gaslighting though. Um, she is the asshole. <laughs> yeah. You're the asshole for not understanding the generational differences of TV consumption. Just scream daddy-daughter sure. days are on Friday whenever he asks. Yeah, dad, it's How not Friday. Daddy-daughter days are Friday! I'm trying to watch Danny Getcha! God damn it! They're fucking in the air right now. And neither of them's into it, but they're just bored. Well, this has been fun. It sure has, Shane. Uh, Quentin, thank you so much for joining us on this on this journey, this uh, this wild ride uh, that's very similar to uh, having a bunch of balloons on a on a deck chair <laughs> with none of the sex scenes. Yeah, on a plane where someone could watch. Quentin, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at YouTube.com/slash Quentin Reviews. Q U I N T O N. R-E-V-I-E-W-S or, or on Twitter uh, at Q underscore review and I do pop culture analysis and uh, yeah this has been so much fun thank you for having me thank Yee. you for joining us this was really great uh, Damien where can people find you? Um, I've hidden a series of cryptic clues throughout this video. If you are the first person to decipher them, my treasure is still out there. Uh, the One Piece does make you the king of pirates. Um, <laughs> otherwise, um, uh, Damien Haas on all platforms, be it Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. Wow, that's so cool, Damien. Thanks, Shane. Um, and you can find me at Chili's. Shane, where anyway. can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this has been great. Uh, let us know, as always, any uh, subreddits or themes you want us to cover on this show. And we will see you next Saturday. Uh, goodbye! What's your dad saying uh, as he's watching this video? He's like, is that the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs>